Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Welcome to the show. Maggie Gray, Andrew Perloff. Big question around Dak Prescott this morning. Is he an MVP candidate? I think some people have him as the front runner. Now, Vegas mm. doesn't, Perloff. Not right now. He's not taking out the likes of Patrick Mahomes and Jalen Hurts, but... Wait, wait, wait. Some people meaning Jerry Jones, the Cowboys owner? (laughs) (laughs) I'm seeing the fact that Dak in the last four games, the numbers have been really good since basically the debacle against the 49ers. Good game against the Chargers. Then they had the bye week. Good game against the Rams, Philadelphia, and then the Giants, which was really the sort of cherry on top of everything with a five-touchdown performance. But the Giants are terrible. This is like empty calories to me. You know, you had a Philadelphia game where, yes, Dak was good, but he had the ball in his hands at the five-yard line at the end of the game and went sack, incompletion, delay of game, final pass to CeeDee Lamb is short. That's not MVP caliber. The Rams, listen, Matthew Stafford gets hurt in that game. Brett Rippon comes in. I mean, he he had a good game, but they're a mediocre team. Rallying to beat the Chargers. Newsflash, Justin Herbert threw an interception at the end of the game and the Chargers chargered. Like, that always happens. To me, that doesn't mean, oh my gosh, let's put Dak to the front of the MVP conversation. Well, I mean, obviously, he's not necessarily at the front in most people's minds based on the public's eyes. Just wait till this Carolina game this weekend. No, I I don't think the Carolina game is going to be the explosion. I think it's two Washington games. Washington's bottom five in pass defense, and Seattle's bottom ten in pass defense. He's got some big games because Carolina's not going to force him to throw the ball at all unless they really want to pass pass. Here's one. Here's the problem. Yeah. Why Dak? I think everyone's into him now. He is leading the league, according to Pro Football Focus, the lowest turnover-worthy play rate in the whole NFL. The whole story of the off summer of the summer was I combined off season and summer. <laughs> summer though. the off the summer. I like it. Uh, kind of like the movie Midsummer. Have you ever heard about that? It's a horror movie. <laughs> anyway, Dak. Everyone was worried. Can he stop throwing interceptions? And he's proved he can do that. So I think as a narrative award, this is a big accomplishment. If he keeps this up, where he has a low interception rate. If he doesn't play San Francisco again, he will. I I think that's a big story, and it paints a really good picture for him. Okay, but I can give you other quarterbacks who have, like, overcome or changed things from one year to the other, one year to another. That could also be in the MVP conversation for the same reasons. Lamar Jackson? Pocket passer now. Yeah, but he's got he's already got an MVP, and he and he's not like he was that year either. And we got a call earlier on this, and I I thought it was really smart, which is the Detroit Lions as the feel good story. Yeah. They could clean sweep this whole awards thing. Dan Campbell is coach of the year. If Jared Goff, who they play the Dallas Cowboys late in the season, I don't think Goff is an MVP. But if you want to look at numbers, his are elite. I'm wondering if that is like finally rewarding the Lions after being, you know, after all this losing. Now, Dak has the 
you know, the celebrity of being the Dallas Cowboys quarterback, the sort of glamour that comes with playing that position, maybe that helps him. But to me, yeah, the numbers are good, but just take one look below the yeah. surface here, and you're going to see that he's getting fat on bad and mediocre teams. Everybody does. C.J. Stroud's in the MVP conversation now. He had 470 yards and five touchdowns against the Bucs. And then he just beat the Bengals. He did have a, he had a good game against the Bengals, but he also had two or three terrible games, like really bad games this year. He's a rookie. Of course, I'm not blaming CJ Stroud for that, but nobody's looking at every game, game by game by game. They're looking at the whole body of work. So at the end of the year, they're not going to know who those stats were against. <laughs> you know, it's funny about that. You can look it up. Like it's this is not information that's like vague and I mean, not in the world. It's let's look at Jared Goff's big games. What happens when Jared Goff plays a good team? Well, I mean, it's a bit dicier. No, but he's also had some signature wins. Yeah, but he went into Baltimore and lost by 40 points. Okay, but they also went into, what was that big line? Kansas City. Kansas City. Well, that was the beginning of the year. Yeah, I mean, Kelsey wasn't playing. That was a weird game. Right. This was, the one I'm thinking about was. They beat the Chargers last week in in a shootout. Yeah, that's not going to do anything for you. Because Dak also beat beat the Chargers. Right, but Dak beat the Chargers where Justin Herbert was playing kind of terrible and uh Justin Herbert may have the best game of his career against the Lions and he still couldn't outduel God. Yeah, but Maggie was using the Chargers as an example of a bad defense that he beat up. So Well that and I just think you don't get extra credit for beating the Chargers. No. To me. Like I don't you know that Chargers game for that was an amazing game by the way between Detroit, but it was also like you know, Dan Campbell gets a lot of credit for going for fourth and two at his own twenty six or whatever. Like that was just touchdown, 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 touchdown. He almost knew you had to do it. It's not like the defenses were putting up a lot of resistance. And, and by the way, one funny thing about the Lions, they want to run the ball, and they have two really good running backs. I'm not sure Jared Goff's going to have this opportunity to pad his stats. The Cowboys talk about running, but they don't really have a run game. That's good. So Dak's going to throw for a lot of yards. I, I love this Goff idea. You're totally right. It's a great story. I just wonder, is he going to get quite the numbers he needs? Uh, 855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4227. You know, we got a lot of Cowboys fans out there. And I think the Cowboy fan, though, right now, I think they're reluctant to kind of show themselves publicly. Like yeah. They're kind of reluctant to come out, come on a sports talk radio show, say they think that Dak's playing like an MVP say they believe in Mike McCarthy because they're like snake bitten. And and believe me, no one understands that more than me. I, I understand feeling like you're just waiting for the other shoe to drop or you're waiting for that loss in the second round of the playoffs. And I think the Cowboy fan right now is afraid to kind of plant their flag and be like, yes, I believe in Dak. I believe in McCarthy because it could blow up at any minute. I don't. I actually think they genuinely do not believe in Mike McCarthy. Uh, until he wins this playoff game. I think they believe in Dan Quinn. They believe in Micah Parsons. They may or may not believe in Dak. They definitely believe in CeeDee Lamb. I'd imagine that that Mike McCarthy has not sold himself to that fan base yet. I'm not. I'm yeah. obviously not a Cowboys fan, but it's, I do not see that caller coming until they win a playoff game. That's a rub being a Cowboys fan. Well, you can do anything in the regular season. A divisional round yeah, playoff game. That's a rub. You, you're going to have to do it in the playoffs for McCarthy to get to that next level. Uh, 8-5-5. Two one two four CBS eight five five two one two four two two seven. So uh, we got to do an interesting discussion about Mike McCarthy. I don't think we ever worded the poll question the way that we wanted to, which is: you guys all seem to be in agreement, Carlos, EJ, Bogish, Perloff, that Mike McCarthy is like a punchline in a lot of ways because right. of how he looks and how he talks. His press conferences have been much maligned for not just a couple years, for a long time now. Yeah, he's doofy. But 
here's the thing. Like, I, I think that he looks like a football coach out of central casting to me. I, I don't think there's a I don't think that I don't think there's any current successful coach in the last ten years besides Andy Reid, who's won. That looks like or sounds like Mike McCarthy. I mean, Rex Ryan is a big, Rex was a Ryan big guy. Rex Ryan is very like he's very, but he's got a Ryan, job in a while, right? But Rex, he didn't win that much, and also Rex Ryan is like he's on TV. I mean, he could speak, he can talk, he can he has to get the gap, he can talk with anybody. Yeah. Like there's a level of confidence mm. that he inspires with how his personality fills the gap, right? Right. And okay. like with Mike so McCarthy, no charisma. So Mike McCarthy is kind of like you know he looks how he looks, and I'm not even disparaging it, but he looks how he looks, and then he kind of. He looks kind of how he sounds, or he sounds kind of how he looks. Like he, See, he I, comes across kind of dopey. It's funny though, and then because, he makes these dopey decisions as a uh, with clock management, things like that. So then well, it kind of adds to that. Okay. See, I think that the reason why he tends to be a punchline is because of the actual football stuff, the using timeouts when you shouldn't, the end of game stuff that mm. he's gotten the line for, and and biggest of all, and b- biggest above everything else, only won one Super Bowl with Aaron Rodgers. And instead of being like, wow, you're a Super Bowl winning head coach, it's like, wow, you underachieved because you only got one Super Bowl with Rodgers. I think that's it. As far as like the way he talks, maybe this is because one of my very best friends is from Pittsburgh. I think Pittsburghese is like very charming. People love McAfee. Yeah. He's talking, he's got the yins up the yins yangs. I mean, he he's as Pittsburgh as it comes and he's ridden this to a, a huge media career. I, I don't think, I don't have a problem with the way he talks. I think it's uh, Sean Payton owns the media. I mean, absolutely. Yep. He has him in his back pocket. He always plays has. the game. Yeah, and Mike McCarthy is the opposite. He's never really, he doesn't have any connect. Nobody's like, oh, this report is tied to Mike McCarthy. There might be someone in Green Bay, maybe Rob Domofsky. I have no idea. But he doesn't play the game. Sean Payton is what went straight to the media after he left New Orleans. There's no way McCarthy is going to be uh, doing color on a game anytime I, soon. I, and I don't but think folksy, he gets killed for that. I don't get that. And I don't think I don't think folksy works in terms of how we view NFL coaches. I think in college that you yeah. can get away with that more. But like, I mean, Bill Belichick, Bill Parcells, like these guys are like almost like they look like they'll cut your heart out literally with how they speak. Well, they like, both have military backgrounds. I mean, Parcells yeah, right. and Belichick. I mean, Belichick's dad was at Annapolis. Parcells literally coached at West Point. Like. I, I don't. I mean, McCarthy has eleven playoff wins. That's not nothing. I mean, he is a six sixty 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 uh, sixty percent completion. I mean, uh, winning percentage for his career. I mean, for a guy who's had so much success as a coach, it is it is strange to me why he gets this label as just like this bumbling idiot. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> which, I, I, which again, I think has to be something beyond football. I like I, I, I again, I criticize him for his time management stuff too. But I think there's something beyond well, just that. You want to know another thing, speaking of not playing the game, which I don't want to criticize someone because you don't play the media game, right? Because you don't, I'll scratch your back, you scratch mine. Like, you shouldn't have to do all that BS just to be a good coach. But I thought the story that came out, and it was our pal Ty Dunn, uh, who's an excellent reporter and is was talking about the end of the era in Green Bay. And it painted a pretty negative picture of McCarthy. Now, yeah. Yeah, get up in the office, getting oh, yeah. massages when everyone's doing team meetings. I mean, it was a disaster. Rogers didn't like him. That right. hurt too. I think that probably hurt. But listen, Rogers yeah. is a little bit of a wild card, as we learn. I do every think, week. I do think the one. The, I think the big disagreement is now coaches can't be overweight anymore. I mean, look at the recent hires; they're all shredded or skinny. Hey, look at Dan Campbell. I mean, Dan, Dan, look at D'Amico Ryan's. D'Amico Ryan's could put on a helmet. These guys are former players. So guys. look at Shane Steichen and Jonathan Gannon. Right. They look like me. 
<laughs> I mean, I'm I looking at the recent hires. There isn't a single big guy on here. Honestly, Kevin O'Connell is shredded. Did you notice that? Yeah, another day? former he player. The, again, like outside of Mall Santa, the the football coaches is, is one of the places where I we think, expect guys I think you to be either overweight. Want someone shredded. Or you want someone who's a nerd like a Mike McDaniel? I, I don't. Yeah. I, I think that the idea of again, the big kind of folksy fella like th- those guys are they're not they're not around the league that much. No. Listen it's, to the last. Here's 2022. Eberflus, pretty shredded. Yeah. For an older gentleman, <laughs> Nathaniel Hackett, not not chubby. Mike McDaniel weighs 140 pounds. Brian Dayball, he's all right, he's an exception. So they are. You're right. Dayball is. Dable's not old folksy, school. but he's, he's old school. He's bigger. He's a oh yeah, Doug Peterson, Josh McDaniels, Dennis Allen, Lovey Smith, Kevin O'Connell. I think there's a trend, Maggie. It's interesting. We've noted that owners are looking for more professional-looking coaches. Mm. Well, I don't think you can be. You can still be professional-looking. You're saying I think it's not a central casting. No, I think guy, big football coach, football guy. You know, Andy Reid's offensive lineman. Mike McCarthy was, was he an offensive lineman? He's a quarterback. They don't he? want the football guy anymore. They want Shane Steichen. They want Ben Johnson. They want the skinny genius Ivy League nerd. Okay, they want the guy who looks like they could be working at an Apple store. And yeah. meanwhile, who keeps winning the Super Bowl? Andy Reid. And you could say because he's got Mahomes, but I mean, Reed keeps winning it. Yeah, but Reed feels like an outlier Bruce now. Bruce Arians, guys, that was three years ago. What's and wrong? again, he had Tom Brady, but still, Bruce, Bruce Arians, Arians is a central cat. He's, he's NFL, folksy. Mm, right, he's, he's an a, NFL lifer. I, these guys were talking about all NFL lifers except for Dayball, like McCarthy. Uh, you know, Reed. Dayball's an NFL Reed. lifer. How long has Dayball been a coach in the NFL? Well, these he are, went to college for a little bit, too, to coach with Saban. Right. But, I mean, he's been in the NFL for 20 years before he I, – I just think that the, the new school is definitely Kevin O'Connell. It's not Mike McCarthy. 855-212-4CBS. 855-212-4227. Hey, our pal Big Dave, big Cowboy fan, is on the horn. Good morning, Dave. How you doing? What's up, guys? How y'all doing? We're doing great. How about your Wildcats, huh? Which one? Oh, sorry. The basketball team. <laughs> yeah. It was a fun good. game we the get, other day against Kansas. It was. We get some size back. We're a different team. Yeah. Um, but we still, you know, we have our problem. I'm not a cow hater. I mean, I bleed blue, obviously. But anytime we have to get into a half-court situation, which, you know, happens when you've got a 6-8 point lead down late, we just, we struggle. I think some of that will be alleviated when we get uh, Bradshaw and, Maybe one of the other bigs back. But anyway, I came out of the game feeling pretty good. Okay, good. What do you think about our DAC MVP convo? I think it's silly. I mean, <laughs> I think he's probably playing the best ball of his life. He seems to be. I mean, the, uh, like McLovin referenced, um, the interceptions are down. Um, you know, I mean, starting to get other people involved, I think is a big thing. You know, getting all the receivers involved. They had three receivers of the night over 70 yards, two over 150 yards. So, but as far as his consideration for MVP, I think that's just silly. Again, it's really. empty calories to me. I, you know, we all see what this was against the Giants. I think he's going to have a couple more of these games where the the numbers are going to be gaudy. Why do you think he's playing the best football of his life, Dave? Uh, well, because he just looks for one thing, he looks like he's in command of the uh, of the offense. He seems like he's calmer. Um, he's he's finally able to get. Um, another thing too, McLevin. I think he's he's using his legs more. Yeah. Last couple of games, he's getting outside the pocket. I think he's really good uh, or a lot better when he's outside the pocket. Um, and if you look at, they had so many sack issues last year. I mean, he was really 
very immobile. You know, yeah. he was he was a stationary target. I think he's moving around more. His his passes seem to be much more accurate. They're moving the ball downfield, so at least he's passing the eye test to me. I'm telling you, Dave, going to have to start giving some credit to McCarthy, though, right? I know that's going to be painful for Cowboy fans. I love listening to y'all's conversation there um, about McCarthy. It all boils down to me. Y'all mentioned Andy Reid. I mean, uh, the success he's had. You know, there's not one one thing or one attribute yeah. that brings a Super Bowl championship. I mean, Andy Reid's obviously a brilliant football mind. And you get into the leader of men things, and I think uh, or the the leader of men thing, and I think that's where McCarthy. I mean, he just doesn't look look and act like the most inspiring person <laughs> in the world. But uh, you know, uh, listen. But here's 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 the thing. I'm going to hang up after this. I got to thinking while you guys were talking. You know, we talk about like McCarthy. Some people look at him as a bumbling idiot. He is one of 32 coaches of the most elite level of football in the world. I mean, it's kind of like some of these presidential candidates. You look around and think, is this the best we got? But anyway, <laughs> love the show, guys. Dave, thank you. Yeah. It's always a delight to talk to Big Dave in Kentucky. I think uh, Nathaniel Hackett, you're right, was amongst the top 32 coaches in the world in a sense. <laughs> that is got to feel like a misprint. Yeah, uh, I understand what he's saying. It's all optics. But there was a thing in Green Bay. McCarthy's whole thing started to feel too old school. He's a West Coast coach in a Sean McVay league. And even with the Cowboys, you watch their offense, it doesn't look like Sean McVay. It no, doesn't look like there's I a think, lot of easy yards there. It's, no, but I think there's other ways to win. And the Cowboys are going to prove that. 855-212-4CBS. 855-212-4227. Okay, you mentioned... Nathaniel Hackett, uh, Aaron Rodgers with a full-throttle defense of Hackett. We also have the latest with Michigan, and this is an interesting detail that's now being reported by the Associated Press. We'll get to that in a minute. Don't move. Maggie and Perloff on CBS Sports Radio. Wow. Carlos with the country theme today. Little Dolly Parton. So, Not my favorite Dolly, but I love this one. Have you guys seen the movie that the song was for? I guarantee the guys on the other side of the glass. Lily Tomlin. Nine to five, Lily Tomlin, Dolly Parton, and Jane Fonda? Yep. No chance. I know those are people. <laughs> no chance. No, is it Jane Fonda? Well, maybe it wasn't Jane Fonda. Dabney Coleman was the bad guy. Uh, great movie. Really fun. But probably 40 years old now. <laughs> <laughs> Man, the movie's older than me. It's, the movie yeah, is as good as this song. The song lives up. And every, yeah, who Jane Fonda was in it. Oh, Jane Fonda, yeah. yeah. It was a great uh, great movie about women's empowerment in the 80s and the corporate world, which was... There was also another good movie called Working Girl with movie. Melanie Griffith. They were The two movies are linked together. I was yeah. about to with compare Harrison it to Working Girl. And there was a, it was ideas like this. It's the 80s, so like women just have to work themselves into the ground. Right. <laughs> no, like, no. And that's the heroic thing to do. It was the 80s, so they actually had to kidnap their boss and hide him, <laughs> pretend they were men, and run the company. Yep. That was kind of how I well, think Melanie Griffith, it was Sigourney Weaver was the boss and she like broke her leg in a skiing accident or something. And Melanie Griffith had to take over. Right. Something and like that. I remember that movie as a kid because Melanie Griffith came into work and took her. She wore sneakers and took the sneakers off yeah. and put on her shoes. That was a radical idea in 1989. <laughs> <laughs> that, uh, yeah. Have I'm you ever still, done that, I'm, Maggie? Oh, my God. Yeah. Are you crazy? Living Did you learn York it from City? Melanie Griffith? Yes, that's like what I, I don't know. I learned it from every woman in New York who has to take the subway. You'd be a fool to wear your heels down there. 
Yeah, you guys missed. There's so many. We should do a week where these guys have to watch 80s movies. There was so I, I much great that. stuff. Yeah, I mean, there's, I, and I've wanted to do kind of these random movie marathons on the podcast that I do. So, like, I, I'm all for it. Like, you give me homework uh, over the summer or whatever to watch a movie. <laughs> like, I can, I can make it work. Do you guys, you guys know Stu Kovacs, who did, was uh, yep. running the board yes. for our 3 6? He's never seen any movie. Nothing. I know. Nothing. It drives me crazy because, like, he looks like someone who will be right down my alley with Marvel superhero stuff. Yeah, he looks like and he runs an AV Marvel And he club. knows nothing. <laughs> nothing. I would think he runs Marvel, given how Stu Kovacs looks. I love Stu Kovacs. Yeah. No, he looks his glasses make him look like he's wearing a disguise. And for a legit three or four months, I would be like, oh, did you see that last Marvel movie? He's like, I, I haven't seen any movies. And I'm like, why do I keep asking you this? You've never seen anything. <laughs> It it drives me crazy. I think you'd lo- you guys would love it, especially because you're like in your early 30s and you've kind of been around more for like women empowerment, you know, strong moms, all that stuff. I did too, but it's like feminism and yeah. what it looked like in the 80s. Like yeah. Perloff's right; these are like groundbreaking films that look pretty quaint and kind oh, of misogynistic at this point. They're they're insane. I actually I don't I think it might feel too dated for them. I make this mistake Probably. with my kids all the time. I'm like, you are going to love Sixteen Candles. Then we put it on and we're like, whoa, this is, <laughs> this does not translate to modern day. Now at they're watching all. Euphoria. Are you kidding? Like that's where the kids are into yeah. it and the adults are scared. Well, like, the casual racism in the 1980s comedies was not cool. Was unbelievable. And but and also they're just not as funny as I remembered them. And it's and you make this mistake all the time. What is funny to us at eight is not gonna be funny right. many years later. Okay. I I think there are some films that transcend that. Caddyshack two is not one of them. <laughs> I was gonna say National Lampoon's <laughs> Christmas Vacation. <laughs> but I think that's kind of the only one. Uh, uh, yeah, I do think we all we all like the kid the movies where we were kids, you know, are obviously but okay, I, I wonder. Sorry, yeah. go ahead. I wonder if we show these movies to EJ, would he understand okay. them? I don't think we have to go back that far. With these guys who are young, I think we go to the 90s, and I bet you guys haven't seen a lot of these movies. Um, So my mom's a movie buff, okay. so I feel like in the 90s, are, you know, that's her adulthood, basically. So, like, we were talking in the break, uh, or before the show, it's on the pro, like, I've seen Clueless, like, 500 times because yeah. okay. it's my mom's favorite movie. Have you so- seen American Beauty? I don't think I've seen American. No, talk about a movie that is dated. That is well, top of the d- list. It won the Oscar that year, I believe. Well, Kevin right? Spacey was the star. Oh, That's yeah. and <laughs> it was out. about him falling in love with his high school daughter's best friend. I don't think you'd do that in 2023. <laughs> oh, There's a goodness. reason they're not replaying that one on uh, cable. Thank you could goodness. do things in the 90s and the 80s on movies. Have anyway. you seen Fight Club? Yes, yes, one of my favorites. Okay, so you have seen that. Have you seen There Will Be Blood? No, but <sighs> I make that reference all the time as a joke. <laughs> like, I don't even know what the reference is. <laughs> so, you know, you've never reference? seen the movie so you I make usually, the reference? I, no, no, I, just the title of the movie I make the reference. So it would be yeah. like, uh, for example, like, like, you know, I teach or when I was in grad school, like, you know, just the time where scheduling classes, like getting, uh, you know, securing your classes is like the hardest thing to do in college. And um, usually I'll be like, oh, it's uh, time to secure classes. There will be blood. Because uh. usually it's like bloodshed <laughs> to basically secure your, you know, 302 intro to photojournalism class in a school of like 100 kids. But one thing, yeah, if you want to get frustrated, EJ, start talking to Maggie about Marvel movies or DC comics. She'll say, oh, I, I saw a Marvel movie finally. It'll be Aquaman or some DC movie. <laughs> and the Marvel fans in the room, their flames will come out of their ears. I mean, I tweeted, I tweeted yesterday that like all these amazing things happened while I was asleep. And Maggie's like, I know some of these words. <laughs> yes, I knew the Drake and the J. Cole. And I knew the what other thing happened. There was the AEW. AEW, that I knew. I, I, did, do that. I did not know who Reed 
Rotorism. Reed Richards. Sorry. <laughs> Roto Mr. Fantastic. Um, have you seen Silence of the Lambs? I don't like horror movies, but that's another movie where I've seen like all the references of it. So have you seen Being John Malkovich? No. Well that one I, I think you can excuse. Have you seen have you seen Boys in the Hood? Love it. Okay. I Not mean, sad, but I love it. No Godfathers. No. No Goodfellas. If you're giving me nineties again, you're giving me the nineties hood classics. I probably have like a ninety-five percent hit rate. Okay, New Jack City, all that. Yes. Okay. Well, yeah. I'm wondering, I'm curious. Give me a hit rate. Have we all seen these movies? Are there ones that, uh, like Juice? Juice uh, above the rim that goes to basketball. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. Boys of the Hood, New Jack City. Uh, I feel like I'm missing a big one. Other than the ones we just Belly. Named. Belly. Belly. Oh my gosh, so many seen that many times. Also, did you guys have you seen Beverly Hills Cop? Yes. Okay. So Not in a long do, time, do, but yeah. Do, 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 do. I don't know that's how I got know to that, that one. That's, that's actually an <laughs> 80s movie. Um, <laughs> Thank you, Carla. <laughs> the actual <laughs> F theme right there. <laughs> dude, dude. There was a time when Eddie Murphy ruled the world. You guys should have been there. You probably missed that, too. <laughs> a little bit. Oh, his two stand-ups were, are still some of the funniest uh, things I've ever seen. things that are dated. Yes. Oh, yeah. Do not hold up. Eddie Murphy's stand-up doesn't hold up? This is I haven't watched it in not years. That <laughs> not that purple leather suit that he was wearing. That doesn't hold up. Yeah, but Eddie, so I want ha- Eddie. Eddie, I want half. That, holds, that <laughs> has to hold up. That just came of, out last week. A couple now, of Bill. It. We grew up with Bill Cosby being the hottest comedian. That obviously does not hold up. Uh, you know, so I, you're right. I think Eddie Murphy's fine. Eddie Murphy wasn't that. You're not remembering. <laughs> there's there's a lot of things that would get him 100,000% canceled today. And by the way, speaking of those other hood classics, you know, Friday. Yeah, Friday's next to Friday society. after next. Uh, yeah, Friday after next, obviously. Um, Deep Cover, like Deep Cover. Which one was that? That was, if you remember the, uh, uh, that was uh, what's her name? Um, I can't remember her name. Uh, well, it was directed by Nicholas Solozzi uh, and starring uh, Cynthia Rothrock and Stephen Nichols. Did you see that's that? A, no, it's, okay. You, I wait. thought it was a Lawrence Fishburne movie. No, that's a different Deep Cover. Yeah. Did you see um, Demolition Man? No, that's okay. It's talking about that, that. game That's yesterday. over the top Wesley Snipes. It's yeah. It's... I was talking about that movie yesterday with my husband. Predicted a lot of things about society now. Anyway, Andrew Bogus is here. Headlines and such. And such. Uh, so Maggie treats the Taylor Swift Travis Kelsey relationship like Perloff's sister treats older chickens. Uh, <laughs> but us Deep true cut. believers love to see and hear Taylor change a karma lyric to. That guy on the Chiefs coming straight home to me over the weekend in Argentina. Here's Trav's breakdown on his podcast with Jason. Clue that, uh, well, I might have had a little bit of a clue, but um, <laughs> definitely when I heard it come out of her mouth, uh, still shocked me. And uh, Yeah, you could tell in the video. I was like, it was pretty. Oh, sh- she really just said that. You were that. so All shocked right. you left Scott hanging. <sighs> Scott's over here looking for a high five. Yeah, Mr. Swift, I apologize, big guy. Oh, man, I missed that. I never miss a high five, too. Big high five guy. It's the most electric thing you can do in a, at an event. And uh, so, sorry, Mr. Swift. That's a boy in love, Maggie. I don't I don't understand How your heartlessness here. The backtrack. I didn't have an idea. Okay, I think I did. Listen, if you watch the video, you can basically see the dad as being so dad-like. He's like, wait for it, wait for it, yeah. wait for it. I mean, they're giving it away. Guys, so wait, this is all fake. Who's, fake, who's fake, faking fake. it more? No. Do, you th- do you think Travis is more in love with Taylor or Taylor more in love with Travis? I'm going to go against the grain. I think Taylor's 
deeply in love with Travis because you look at her no ex-boyfriends. No. Travis is three times a man those guys are. They're both in love with themselves, no, which is why no. they're doing this. Travis publicity Kel- and they want there, the Q rating. Oh, there is nothing in Travis Kelsey's I, history that does not suggest he's not a team player. He is not an ego <laughs> maniac. No, I think I think Travis I think this started off as a bit that Taylor is still invested in that Travis, I think, may be losing sight of the end goal here. He was just in Argentina. Yeah. I know, no, I'm saying, I th- no, I'm saying you're right. I think that he maybe was a part of this bit, and now he's catching feels, as they say. No, um, no, no. But I mean, he's that's a professional like a 90s athlete. Movie. You're telling me the professional, the professional athlete is always on top in any relationship, even with models and singers. It's my opinion. Maybe I'm, maybe that's sexist. <laughs> There's no way. Totally Who's more likely to <laughs> cheat, Taylor Swift or Travis Kelsey? Can you say that question again. Who's more likely to cheat in this relationship? Him. Right. Well, it's, is that it's, I, I hate male, to I hate to say it. Yeah, yeah isn't the man yeah, kind of sorry. more yeah. likely? Right. And I think stats I, I think Taylor is enamored with with Travis Kelsey based on the the, the video where she ran. I yeah, think the likely never, fake video where she ran into his arm. <laughs> Travis like, Kelsey is perfect. He's huge. He's super nice. He's from Cleveland. I think he's got everything that she wants out of a, a person. And I think again, I think you're unable. I think you underestimate. Taylor's ability to be very convincing and her ability to manipulate the narrative. Okay. Do you not remember one of our celebrity pickers was the musician, your friend? Yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, Bo Reinhardt from Need to Breathe. Thank you. From Need to Breathe. Sorry. Phenomenal. Dude was so great. Open for Taylor Swift, right? And And a previous tour. And we asked him, like, so what is she like? And he said, I'm gonna fill in him for him. Loved opening for her. Never said a disparaging word, but implied how controlling she was about everything going on. Like, she's got to be a boss, you know? She is. She's a corporation and a brand. And he kind of made it seem like she operates that way. I think everything is very calculated. So do you think Jake Gyllenhaal, for example, is really sad about losing Taylor Swift like she portrays in her songs? Come on. Jake Gyllenhaal moved on in two minutes. He has every person in the world would hook up with Jake (laughs) Gyllenhaal. Right, but he's a. I think he's. He's I also a professional different. actor. Yeah, he's an actor. Well, I just think I think all these guys, Tom Hiddleston, for example, I, I think that those guys are probably they're not a hundred percent in. I don't think they're okay, but, like head over heels with Taylor that they can't move on. I think Travis is not head over heels okay, like you guys. But think also, he is. make no mistake, what is helping Taylor Swift become this icon, pop star? It's writing about these guys. She might not have these feelings, but she's using it for fodder that has gotten her to probably be close to a billionaire at this point. Guys, the game goes okay, both ways. But that's uh, not the same thing as saying that this relationship is completely manufactured for their mutual benefits. Because no one has shown me the bro bump yet. You're at the gym now. There's not dudes who are you know bench pressing 500 pounds listening to Taylor Swift songs now because <laughs> Travis Kelsey made it made it cool. Like she's not. She's all. She was maxed out. She doesn't need Travis Kelsey. I mean, but she that, doesn't that's, need but Travis Kelsey. that it has to work in order for yeah. her to have tried it, yeah. which is not true. Mm-hmm. She could have thought that this could work, and maybe it hasn't. I, I would disagree. I mean, this, I mean, her commercials now run all the time. The I NFL's think given her free commercials. Right. The other thing is, think about it. You say that which she's has, maxed which out. Which has done what? I know, but she's maxed out. She can't find another audience. You could say the same about same thing about the NFL. It yeah. doesn't mean they're not playing games in Germany okay. and England and Mexico. They're probably going to Portugal and China if they could. They are always trying to find new audiences. If you're not growing, you're dying. Right. Taylor Swift just had the the biggest, most crowded, most hardest to get ticket in before 40 Travis years. Kelsey. Before Travis Kelsey, she. I agree with Bogus. There's nowhere to go for her. Right. He. I get the NFL sitting in Manhattan on Park Avenue going, "Ooh, how do we do this?" 
but she doesn't need them. Guys, doesn't guys, need them. World domination is the goal for our and Travis Kelsey's not doing that. So Dre, no, they, he's not pitching him world domination. She's <laughs> pitching them him more money, more fame, more uh, you know whatever that comes with that. Her goals are different than his goals. Her goals are world domination. Right. Your Taylor Swift, your Beyonce's. So I think again to say that well because it may not be working or there's no way for her to grow. She doesn't know that. For her, there's try nothing, everything. There's no, yeah, she wants it all. That's but if, Shakira, actually. But anyway. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what else? Uh, Chiefs Eagles is on Monday night. Ravens Bengals this evening. Since he begins Week Eleven, last in the AFC North, two games worse than Baltimore after that home loss to the Texans last weekend. It was Dame time finally with Giannis resting a sore calf last night in Toronto. Lillard long three straight on, and he. Buries it from about eight steps behind the arc. Is it safe to say Dame is back? Go ahead, Dave Kane, Bucks Radio. Lillard, 37 points, 13 assists, and a 128-112 win. Booker and KD scored 31 apiece. The Suns snapped the T-Wolves' seven-game win streak, 133-115. The Cavs, 109-95 winners in Portland. The Lakers suffered their first home loss, 125-110 to the Kings. But LeBron did have 28 points, 10 boards, and 12 assists. The Celtics won in Philly without Jalen Brown and Kristaps Porzingis, 117-107. And Draymond Green gets a five-game suspension for choking Rudy Gobert two nights ago. Gobert, we thought, innocent victim, fined $25,000, just like Jaden McDaniels and Klay Thompson. Padres lefty Blake Snell, Yankee righty Garrett Cole won the Cy Young Award yesterday. It's the first for Cole, who had five previous top five finishes. MLB is reportedly shortening that we're considering shortening the pitch clock from 20 to 18 seconds with men on base. Game times did drop last season a lot, but the average time increased each month as pitchers and hitters got used to the system. Players don't love this idea, thinking the clock led to more pitcher injuries during the campaign. One men's top 25 game last night, number 19, Texas, downed Rice, 80-64. And on ice, overtime in Vancouver. Miller at his own line, scoops it ahead. Hughes has a breakaway. In alone. He shoots. He scores! (laughs) The new captain wins it for the Canucks against the old captain. I'll tell you that for free. The Canucks take it 4-3 in overtime. Do they normally charge for info on Canucks radio? <laughs> what was that? I don't know. I'll tell you that for free. That was a that was a bit of an overexcited call for game 11. No? Also, or? were they playing the theme from the Breakfast Club in the yes, back? Yes, they were. That's why I had the fist up because it was straight <laughs> Breakfast Club 80s music to end John the game. And I'm like, what? Was that Simple Minds? I didn't hear it. Yeah. Yeah, it's in the, it's it's in the, in the background of the call. Apparently, that's like after they score a goal. Is that Don't right? Don't you? Yeah. Wow, that's awesome. <laughs> Good for them. And by the way, remember we played like maybe the first or second show, their head coach, Rick Tockett, freaking out because they played bad on opening night. They're now like 12-3-1. and one. Oh, So worked. destroying them apparently worked. What, what's the team? team that does the funnel cake? I already forgot. The Kraken. The Kraken. Yeah. And why? Just because. The guy brought it with him. <laughs> <laughs> the co- the color guy. It was yeah. his bit, and he's forcing it on Seattle. He came from Western Pennsylvania, Lancaster. something like that. Yeah, for the by Texas w- State Fair. By the way, quick correction to, on the deep cover was a Lawrence Fishburne movie. IMDb screwed me and gave me a different deep cover movie made in 1997. Yeah, I was thinking we were talking about 90s movies that EJ and Carlos have to see. We didn't bring up any Denzel movies there. I mean. Should definitely see Ooh, Philadelphia, nine- obviously Malcolm X. Malcolm X, one of my favorites. So. I'm assuming you've seen 
American uh, Gangster. Game. Uh, that Love was actually like 2001. Yeah, I actually tweeted about it last week uh, or earlier this week. Glory. I mean, these Wait, are not you guys, easy movies. But. This, I could tell this already going to drive a wedge on our show. Did you guys like He Got Game? Love it. Never saw it. <gasps> um, Why don't you like He Got Game? I didn't get the whole side plot with Mila Jovovich at all. That well, made no sense. I just thought it felt a little bit... You expect that with a Spike Lee movie. It just didn't feel... This is going to sound so snotty. Organic to me. It felt like I'm going to make a movie about the state of high school basketball. I just didn't buy the characters. Mm. I, 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 liked, I liked it for the snapshot of what it was. It, yeah. To me, it actually did feel quite real. I mean, they yeah. did the Coney Island thing, which is a Steph Marbury, Lance Stevenson yep. situation. I actually thought Ray Allen was not terrible, but when you look back on it, I mean, Denzel's acting him off the screen. Like, that's impossible for someone who has uh, no acting skills. It's like the show Winning Time on HBO about the Lakers. The <laughs> real actors against the basketball players was tough. I, I, mean, thought, the, I, I thought the Winning Time... That's where actors were pretty good. I think They're the pretty plays, good. The but guy plays Kareem is excellent. Well, something was off with that show, too. Similar to He Got Game. I had a similar vibe to him. Like, I'm like, it is hard to nail the perfect sports movie. I'd almost rather see a documentary. And listen, it's a good movie for sure. But I have friends who worship that movie, and I just can't get there. Something felt fake about it. I mean, you're ta- I mean, I don't know. Maybe I'm the wrong audience. I'm a New York City kid who played basketball here. Like, he got game is red meat, but he, yeah. it was it was definitely sensationalized. Are you kidding me? Obviously, you think I'm not red meat? You don't think I followed Travis <laughs> Best high school recruiting like it was and Walter no, McCarty I mean, in that but, movie? No, I was Matt, you're talking about like the 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 Stephon Marbury Lincoln High School, like those kind of like the touchstones. Those, yeah, there. there are touchstones there. Yeah, for but, any New Yorker is like okay, this is. This uh, is I'll give Pearl off this. He did, and this sometimes is, could be a criticism of Spike Lee movies in general. He he forced a lot in there. You got the street agents. You got the dad who you know has an agenda. You've got the the girlfriend's got the agenda. You've got the high school coach. You've That's got the it. college coach. You've got him going from campus to campus, you know, having threesomes like with the recruits. Like it's just a lot. In there. <laughs> but it, it felt like a checkbox. Maggie just said, this. like Spike said, well. I'm going to hit every one of these issues. The where, close-ups are really I, what Pearl was I about. felt like the story got away from him in a sense. It should have been much more low-key. I mean, for example, did you ever see Hoop Dreams? Like you felt, <laughs> you felt so much for those characters. I just never felt it for Jesus Shuttleworth. Mm. Who is not a real person, and I'm aware of that. Right. <laughs> um, but I, At least movie, he's aware. I don't like any given Sunday. I I don't like most fictional sports movies. Just do not. Well, yeah. any given Sunday and he got game are both sensationalized. You right. realize? Yeah, I, I I just didn't like it. It didn't ring true to me. You. It, any given Sunday, watch that again. That feels super dated as no, it's, well. It's also, it, it, there is something about any given Sunday, maybe not he got game, is like a little bit cartoonish. I mean, yes, definitely. It's They're taking archetypes. It's like. Doesn't somebody lose an eye in that movie? Like, yeah, uh, it's hanging out of, his, out of his skull. <laughs> yeah, it's like never that cut and dry where like the uh, James Woods is like the crooked doctor who's like shooting guys up with, you know. It's never that. I, I, I'm aware of this. <laughs> it's yeah. a movie. <laughs> <laughs> it is, but, you know, Al Pacino giving the. One inch, whatever. You could tell just by watching two minutes of that film that Al Pacino has never seen an NFL game in his entire life. <laughs> you were buying Lawrence Taylor still as a linebacker? LT is, as a linebacker, I can buy. Like Al Pacino as a coach. Yeah, it's still, that was way better. Al Pacino had no right to be an NFL coach in that movie. He didn't dress like an NFL coach. He didn't act like an NFL coach. His speech was cool, but I wasn't buying that. <laughs> I don't know. I think Al Pacino was great. I, I think he, I, he, I think he made looks more like an NFL coach than Mike McCarthy does right now. Yeah. Okay, right, that should be the new poll. Did you did you think any given Sunday was good? <laughs> Al Pacino playing a South Florida 
character, what was more believable, him as the head coach of an NFL team or Tony Montana, <laughs> the <laughs> Scarface? NFL coach 1,000 yeah. <laughs> percent Oh, oh get out of here. Scarface, it's the best. And Carlito's Way, both are. Yeah, but Carlito's Way is set in New York, isn't it? Um, yeah. Yes, and he's yeah. supposed to be Puerto Rican. And he puts the worst Cuban and Puerto Rican. So he, he was terrible accident in both movies where there were hits. <laughs> oh, whoa. whoa. <laughs> See, uh, we all disagree. I, I have the same taste in movies, you guys, because I, Scarface and Carlito's Way are in the canon. Any given they're, Sunday, wait, wait, no you way. Think they're Car- fantastic movies. Carlito's Way is awesome. He was terrible wait, wait. for the, the role. Perloff thinks that He Got Game is unrealistic. But loves Scarface, <laughs> where they chop off somebody's arms in a shower with a, uh, a chainsaw. chainsaw. Scarface yeah, is like news. a top 100 AFI. Scarface is an all-time movie. No, right? They're know, not in the same league. But Perloff, you're talking about believability. Scarface uh, is an opera, you know, the tragedy that's deliberately over the top. He Got Game is also over the top, but one you're okay with and one you're not. Uh, I don't know. I watch nothing but drug documentaries. You're telling me that the cartels are not cutting off guys' arms? Maggie, A wake up. of cocaine. You're me, you me high school kids aren't going to college campuses and having threesomes with the girls oh, there. Yeah. Maggie nailed it. He was just trying, in my mind, he was trying to do too much in that movie. And it all it felt all very surface because he tried to hit every single theme. It was, obviously, it's, it's impressive, but I just didn't get into that movie. Nick in Texas said a good sports movie, Hustle. Fantastic. Hustle was, was in a way, to me, that felt more realistic, even though that wasn't very realistic. Perloff, four lines in that movie, delivered all of them, just like bang, bang. What a pro. Just Oscar. One take. Oh, 27 takes. (laughs) Try to put you over there. (laughs) But not because of three weeks. Not because of me. (laughs) They're still doing takes. (laughs) It's a process to go after the show. 855-212. We loved it. You are excellent in it. I'm not just saying that. You are awesome. 855-212-4CBS. 855-212-4227. Coming up, uh, the latest on the Michigan scandal. We've got that. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are so let instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date download the instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last minimum ten dollar per order additional term supply t-mobile has invested billions to light up america's largest 5g network from big cities to small towns including right here in yours and great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Next. <laughs> okay. Welcome back to Maggie and Perloff. Carlos going with a Western theme. I don't know if the song even counts. 
little pop there. So the big debate on the show is Any Given Sunday a good movie. Rotten Tomatoes gives Any Given Sunday a critical number of 52%, which is not good. But I guess there are defenders, Maggie. Let's go to the phones. We have Delano's in Grand Rapids. Good morning. How are you? I am doing great, Maggie. So listen, I am a first-time caller to a radio show. I, I listen to you guys all the time. You are absolutely, you two are the best. You are you are the yin and yang of the morning radio. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Do you mind if we steal Maggie, that? Well, I take that. You know, Maggie, you are awesome. You, any given Sunday with Al Pacino is one of the best sports movies that could ever been made. Thank you. Al Pacino, Al Pacino makes anything great. <laughs> the only <laughs> one better than Al Pacino is Robert De Niro. So I love it. So you guys are doing an awesome job. Delano, and thank I, you. And what, and it, and we really is Delano. Delano, I'm sorry, Delano. Yeah. And <laughs> but listen to this. One more comment. Uh, Jim Harbaugh of Michigan saying that their American team is one of the biggest jokes of all time. <laughs> <laughs> Delano, I'm with you. I think Harbaugh sounded ridiculous. Perloff thinks that he's trolling everybody. Thank you for the call. Don't be a stranger, especially when you're agreeing with my amazing opinions about movies and other things. Wait, so you're backing Any Given Sunday? I know EJ said he liked it. You don't love Any Given Sunday. We've talked about this movie. I I like it a lot more than you do. Okay, that's true. I, you know, I'm a football purist, I guess. (laughs) Hey, by the way, Maggie, you can stream the NFL on Westwood One for free. Sponsored by AutoZone all season long. You can listen to every Westwood One broadcast of the NFL live on the NFL app by asking Alexa to open Westwood One Sports or on the Odyssey app. Get in the zone, AutoZone. AutoZone's free battery testing and charging is available for free at your local AutoZone. Get in the zone, AutoZone. Restrictions apply. So any given Sunday is as far from a documentary as any movie can be. That is not, that doesn't happen in football, Maggie. Okay. These things that, you know, there are touchdowns where a guy doesn't dive uh, 20 feet over the pile. Well, I think that I'm not looking at all times for my movies to just be a reflection of reality. I got hard knocks for that. <laughs> yeah. And that's not even reality. That's not even reality, yeah. Meanwhile, there's hard knocks is going on right now. There's like an in-season hard knocks. Has there been one moment from the Miami Dolphins that's gone viral or even halfway viral? It, it started already? Wait, EJ, did it start? Or it's about to start. In season hard knocks? Uh, it starts in a couple of weeks. It hasn't started yet. The trailer is out. Oh, okay. So I'm like, I have not heard a peep from this hard knocks. Every week, every Monday morning, I see all this behind the scenes sound from every team. Hard knocks has been sort of one up by Instagram. I, I could see anything I want. Why do I need to go behind the scenes? It's going to be manufactured just like any given Sunday. November 21st is, uh, so actually next week. Coming up, the Associated Press reporting some new details about the Michigan sign-stealing scandal. What's the latest? We got you covered. Don't move. Maggie and Pearl off CBS Sports Radio. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.
We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.